Welcome to So Tell Me What You Do. I'm Amy Hutto, a life coach who works with small business owners to stop the overwhelm and get to clarity. And if we talked, you'd know that what I love most in the world is learning all about other people's work, why they just have to do that thing they do. So join me as we talk to a different small business owner, entrepreneur, creative, or nonprofit leader each week so they can tell me and you what they do. This podcast represents the opinions of the speakers and guests to the show. The content should not be taken as advice, medical or otherwise. The content here is for informational purposes only. Because each person is so unique, please consult a healthcare professional for any medical questions. Hi, Holly. Hey, Amy. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Holly Freeman, and I have the Cope Plant Store off Riverside Drive in Columbia. So, Holly, owning a plant store, tell me what it is you do every day. Uh, I take care of a lot of plants is the main thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, we, we open up. I, you know, it's, it's a lot of talking with people about plants and we repot plants and we'll address your plant issues. So we have a lot of people who will come in and they'll be terribly frazzled with this plant that is very important to them. And, you know, what can we do to save this plant? And that's kind of the fun part of it. So we're not just selling plants, we're ministering to people through their plants, it sounds like. You could say that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, people, like, they love to have them, but then they have this healthy fear, I guess, of, like, I don't know what to do. Like, once you get your plant, okay, well, you're going to have to repot it at some point, and that's the fear, but you don't have to worry about that because we will do that for you. We have a repotting service in-house, and we'll amend the soil for you. We'll fertilize it so you can buy a plant and know that we're with you every step of the way. If you have questions, you can DM us, and we'll try to help you address it. It's hard to do it via photographs, but if you bring your sad little plant in, we'll be more than happy to help. Holly, for those of us who may not be local or have had the privilege or the opportunity yet to pop into Cope, describe to people what they're walking into. For some people, they may be envisioning the Home Depot plant aisle. Mm, no, it's and I have, this is not what we're talking about. No. So what you're talking about is people walk in and they go, oh my gosh, it's like a jungle. And they're, oh my gosh, I feel suddenly at peace. It is extreme. I'm a bit of an extremist. And so when I like something... Uh, I do it to the full extent of my doing things. So it's, uh, I wanted to have the very coolest plant shop that I've ever been to. And I frequent a lot of plant shops. And so I feel that I've accomplished that. And the main way to do it turns out is just to have an extreme amount of plants laid out in an aesthetic fashion where people can still get through and have someone there who's always knowledgeable about all the plants that we have. And that's not an, an easy feat. So does this mean it's a one-woman show where you have all of the plant knowledge? No, thank goodness. No, I, I have someone working there. Tucker is fantastic, and he is a master gardener. And if you have any questions, he I feel like I probably have more experience running businesses than he does, but he became a master gardener, I believe, when he was 16. And so he's been at this for a long time. So I learn from him, and he can share knowledge with everyone. I, I'm constantly impressed with his knowledge base and his passion for plants. Like you, you can't, it's infectious. You go in there and speak with him and you know, okay, this guy is serious about this and he will talk plants with me for hours. So yeah, he's, he's quite the asset. So Holly, what made you start a plant shop? Yeah. <laughs> well, 
so started Cope in 2020. And I think 2020 was a time of loss for me personally and professionally. You know, not just for me though, for everyone that was experiencing this kind of like, what do we do now? It was everyone's first pandemic and we were trying to figure out how to cope our way through this, Uh, not to be, but when I started the plant shop, I'd kind of been toying with the idea and I was in a luxurious situation where I happened to have quite a bit of retail space. My former job, I was a landlord. I did other things, but you know, (laughs) on paper, I was a landlord. So I had this little space and I often like, it was about 150 square feet. And I thought, you know, I might be able to make that into a plant shop and it wouldn't be all encompassing takeover my life, but it would be a little something I could do. And it might help revitalize the building where I was trying to get it leased is what I was thinking. So we'll start this plant shop. We'll open it just on weekends and try not to do anything that's too overwhelming for me personally. And also I just didn't really know if the customer base for a houseplant shop was here in our little small town. So it was a little bit of a gamble, but uh, it turned out there's definitely a customer base and I was thrilled to be able to expand to our current location. So what was it in 2020 that let you know, yeah, it's time, let's try this? Well, I think in my former business where I was a landlord, I was also uh, super into community building and that's my passion. When you can't be in the same space with people, it's very, very difficult to community build. You know, you know this, Amy. I mean, we had a gym and I really felt like it wasn't about working out. It was about being a part of your community. We ran art-based classes and a lot of the people who came to the classes, their main thing was they wanted to get to know their neighbors. So you're there, 2020, you cannot do anything. So what are you going to do? How are you going to nurture yourself? What are you going, where are you going to give this mention that you have that you'd like to bestow upon other people, which you can't, well, you can kind of put that energy into something else alive. So in lieu of, for me personally, you know, adopting 10 more cows, I thought, well, you know what else I could do? (laughs) I could expand the plant collection. And so, and I expanded that and, and I wasn't the only one. There were so many people when you talk to them about when they got into plants, it was 2020. So there was a movement in just a subculture of people who were into it. And I think now it's become kind of more mainstream. And people are finding the benefits of having plants in their home and the joy of taking care of them. It's it's like, it's very nice to have something to be responsible for that is not like a child or a dog or a farm or what have you, you know, it's something just there it is. And you can have these moments, these moments of Zen where you take care of your plants. And that's something I didn't, I have many things that I enjoy doing, many hobbies. The plant thing that kind of, it became more of a thing, you know, before I had a few plants, but when I got a lot more, I, I found that it increased my joy exponentially and I was all for extra joy. Your nurture and our nurture all needed an outlet. Yes. And it sounds like you're able to provide it. Yeah. So what is it you love most about having the shop now? Uh, the thing about having the shop now is that it is, it is, it is, I was kind of thinking, I always, I enjoy having businesses, but uh, I wanted to be able to spend more time with my family on my farm. And what's fantastic about a retail plant shop is that there's no emergencies that are happening. There are, there are plant emergencies to some, but I can say, listen, I am prioritizing my family and I'm not going to be working the shop every day. And I'm not going to be overexerting myself at the expense of my family 
because it's a plant shop. Other jobs that I've had, I had the tendency to go, 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 go. I used to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and go to bed at 11 p.m. And I would say to myself, have I done everything I can do to support the business I have? And if I hadn't that day, I would stay up later. That was at some, in 2020, I realized that was no longer sustainable. I did that for about six years. So the plant shop is easy in comparison. And every small business is difficult. You know, you, you've got a lot of moving parts. But for me, it is a breath of fresh air and it is actually relaxing. Like just managing this business, this, it's, it's very freeing. You chose a business with built-in balance. Yes. Very, very consciously. <laughs> what do you wish that your customers or maybe even your potential customers understood about the plant shop? Well, you know, not even so much about the plant shop, but people come in all the time and they say, I kill plants. And I say, well, I kill more plants than you. Everybody kills plants. So what can we do to kill them less? People come in so defeated. I can find you a plant and we can work our way through it and it won't die. And if someone's willing to take that journey with us as a shop, we are there to support you. So, you know, I, I think it's worth the risk to get this plant and take it home and have it enhance the, you know, we spend so much time at home even still and to be like, oh, well, I kill plants. Well, you know, think that there's a plant for you that you won't kill is the main thing they need to know. What makes the stakes so high for people with plants where they're afraid they're not going to fulfill this relationship with them because I know I'm guilty. Yeah, it, it, it is interesting, isn't it? Well, because you have this thing that's so beautiful. And I think, you know, we don't really think about it, like unless like if you're into gardening or something, this is a beautiful, you know, kind of artistic expression. And people kind of lose that because they're so used to saying, oh, well, everyone gardens. People are laying things out. You're sculpting your garden. This is something that gardening is more familiar, but bringing plants in the home. Okay, well, we have a lot of different things that we're going to deal with there. And so you could have pest issues. You could have dogs and cats who are going to munch your plant. So there are just all sorts of other issues that I think can cause people to be really stressed. And if they're going to bring extra stress into your life, maybe don't get into plants. You know, you can get into them at a different time of life. Sometimes life, you may not want to say, this is something I'm responsible for. You know, if you are game, you should definitely give it a try. I'm going to look at that plant differently the next time I impulse buy one. This little <laughs> microcosm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just the plants. <laughs> living in your jungle, what is your eternal challenge? Really at this point, Amy, it's the most wonderful challenge ever. It's keeping enough in stock. We are just, I, I'm not sure exactly what has happened, but it wasn't anything I did. That's another thing where, you know, it's just not a hard sell. I don't have to like do tons of advertising, but you should try, you know, shop. for whatever reason, people are coming to us and we're selling out and I'm having to place multiple orders throughout the week, which is super, super fun. But keeping up with that, that also involves, okay, we need to get that in the system and keeping up with that on the days where I've chosen that this is the day where I am working on my farm. This is a day where I'm hanging with my kids. So as it gets busier, really trying to say, okay, we need to keep up with this and what can I put on someone else's plate? You know, as the workload increases and trying to make sure it doesn't become this kind of thing that, that tumbles out of control for me. So. so even when you choose a business with built-in balance, you're still having the same challenge of making sure that 
you're focusing on what comes first and sticking to those priorities rather than letting the urgent kind of carry you away. Exactly. I mean, if we don't have as much talk as I'd like, it's not the end of the world. And it's very easy because I do have such a small team that I'm working with. And I think it's been, I was very upfront with everyone I've worked with, supplies and everything that this is not my priority. I've had other things, other businesses that were such an extreme priority and they were important to other people in a way that I really couldn't just kind of dilly dally. This is something that I can delay dally on. And if I say, like, there were moments where I had, like, my son had wrestling and my daughter had a party to go to. And I said, okay, well, we're not going to be open this week. And, you know, I don't like to do that. I don't think it looks super professional. In lieu of missing things with my family, I kind of made those choices early on. Said, okay, well, right now I have to make these priorities and I will work to get someone else to help me so this doesn't come up again. But prioritizing family always and the plant shop will be there and if I'm closed one day I'm sorry but you'll probably be okay and that I rest easy you've let your clients know exactly who you are and it sounds like they're embracing it with you still needing to order more plants oh yeah oh it's great yep (laughs) so what are the moments when you're working with the plants or working with your customers where you're just like, yes, I can't believe I get to do this. I am in love with this. Well, we have a terrarium creation station and we set it up and yeah, it's very cool. But I put it in the middle because I just, there, there's something I love um, learning and I love to see people learn and to kind of have that in my atmosphere. And so we set up these tables and we set up everything you would possibly need to create a terrarium because people want to do it, but they don't know how and or they don't feel confident they people when presented with something creative there are so many people who will go well i'm not creative well you are you you know but if you say you're not you're definitely not going to be able to so getting past that block where people can come and build the terrariums is very cool you can bring your own vessel or buy one from us but we've had people bring their own vessel and they come in like can i help you and they're like i'm here to build a terrarium like okay well probably not as scary as you think you know but being able to guide people through that process and then letting them, you know, they have the creative control and they can ask us, okay, will this work in this environment? What kind of soil? What kind of amendments? Should I put this rock here? What do you think about this? It's really, really cool when they step out of it and they've created something and they've never done anything with plants or something that is an artistic expression. That's super cool. So you get to be someone's first step to creativity or at least returning. Oh, I love that. It's like a drug. I mean, just being able to see people unleash their creativity. There's a theme, you know, in my life that kind of comes back, like being able to see that is it's amazing because everyone has it. They just don't, won't accept they have it. Sometimes it's hard for people to realize that, that they have, everyone's got a gift and your gift may not be uh, mainstream. It may not be, acceptable to people but you have something that you're good of at in the creative realm and you can express it and there's so many different mediums but there's this i have this medium and you can try that medium out at my shop quirky's no reason not to try exactly love the quirky who is it that you wished you could reach well I would really, really like to reach the people. I I know a lot of these people online, but people who are hanging out with their plants all day and they would like to have some social interaction because we still have the effects of COVID. And and there are people that I know because they'll send us messages and we'll put stuff aside for them and they come in and they're kind of nervous. I think it would be really cool to have something where they like a plant meetup. And that's something I have in the works. Like you can, you have 
this particular thing that you're super into. Well, guess what? I know 30 people who are super into that and you guys should get together. And I'd swear it won't be as awkward as you think it will be. But being able to have this like very like niche interest, because so many people are interested in plants, but some people are really interested in them and they tend to not to call anyone out, but people tend to spend some time by themselves and not really get involved with their community. But what if they could do it in their little niche in a place that they're comfortable in my plant shop with all the others? I think that would be, that's a, a cool thing that we're, I'm going to be launching pretty soon. Just I want to do an indoor gardener society. <laughs> so it's like Girl Scouts, but but not just for girls. But you know, the the, the thing about girls, I would like to have everyone have a banner and patches and things like this, and where but where where we have a meetup, no pressure, but a place where people can meet and discuss all things plant. So Holly, after selling people their favorite plants, tending to their plants, gathering people together, using the medium of plants. What's your one takeaway? The biggest thing is I think in any business, people are craving communities. If you can hone it into what you're into, I guarantee you there's a group of people who are wanting to kind of gather and discuss that. It doesn't matter what you're into. I mean, you, you could be into farm animals. Well, there is a community there. And, you know, as much as people say, oh, well, I'm antisocial, I, I don't really like to be around people. Okay. But that's also, people do like to be around people. You know, even if you're the person who doesn't chat, you're going to go sit in the coffee shop. You have great Wi-Fi at home. You know, why don't you just sit by yourself at the house? Well, because you want to be around people, even if you're not want to talk about, talk to them or what have you. People like to be around people. And if you can give them that space, you know, then, then your business is going to do a lot better. I like the idea of low engagement community. You can be the person who comes and you're interested in this thing and you sit at the side, but you still get all of the benefits right. of being surrounded by community. Right, right. Yeah, it, this isn't like high pressure. You know, it, it's just, but you know, the trick is to get people, they say, oh, okay, well, this is the thing I'm into. I want to do this thing. How do you get them to do the thing outside of their house? So that's the tricky part, I think, because it's a hard step for a lot of people. The lines of work I've been in, I have known many, 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 many introverts, and but they are really enjoy a very specific company. And so um, it's really cool to kind of see someone who is not normally coming out that much and to be really very comfortable in the space I've created. Holly, thank you for sharing about your experience with taking this alternate route and creating this world based on plants. If someone hasn't had the opportunity to see what you do, where can they take a sneak peek and see cope and all of the plans that you might have well uh social media is a great place to start uh we're active on the instagram and the facebook and we're at cope columbia and we also have a website and that's copecolumbia.com but really the best thing to do is to pop into the shop and we're on riverside drive can't miss us we got a big sign and very green windows <laughs> yes we do <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here you all right Holly. thanks for having me amy Thanks for joining us. If you felt inspired by what you heard today, I encourage you to take the first step towards that thing you feel called to do. If you need some help gaining clarity on that vision, reach out. The world needs more people to do the thing they love most, and that includes you. Mm -hmm.